Hey y'all, how you doing? Welcome to Forbidden Ways, where we focus on the whispers of desires, unmasking the secrets of love, relationships, and marriage. I'm your host, Aisha. Welcome in. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I hope you're having a phenomenal day. I hope you had a great day, and I hope you have many more. Just manifested, everything works out. So tonight, guys... Our episode is very interesting. I've been seeing this a lot with my clients, so that's why I really wanted to tap into it. And the title for tonight is Emasculated by Success. So some of you guys are like, what? What does she mean by emasculated? Let me break it down for you. So lately, what I've been seeing is the, the paradigm change in the homes where I'm coming across a lot more women. Uh, making more money than their significant others. And unfortunately, a lot of these women are expressing to me their frustrations because they feel like, oh, my husband is not interested in me. He's not coming on to me. He seems um, less involved. He even seems like he doesn't really want to be bothered with me. And I have a friend that is in this position and, uh, you know, I started the podcast so I could just be blat- blatantly honest, you know, kind of blunt. Um, baby, your lover did not stop coming on to you because you're making more money. Your lover stopped wanting to bone you because you started treating them like a subordinate. Your lovers stopped wanting to come on to you because you talk down to them and you treat them like a child. And that is a huge problem because... Just like you can't get wet if no one's like making that emotional connection for you. It's really hard for a man's member to stand up if you're talking down to him all the time or making him feel like you don't need him because all of a sudden you're making this money. Well, baby, the money is not going to keep you warm at night. It's not going to take the trash out. Don't get me wrong. It'll put you somewhere where they have trash valet. However, that's not the point. It's not going to put your furniture together. It's not going to hold you. It's not going to dance with you. You know, it's not going to do nasty things with you. I, I I, just think a lot of you all aren't being realistic. You start making all this money and then start treating your lovers like crap. And let me tell you, I explain to people all the time. Money does not make a person change. Money makes you realize who you were really dealing with because money only pulls out who they really are. So if all of a sudden your lovers start making more money and then they start treating you like a subordinate or like a child, that means usually that they never felt like you were a good leader in the first place. And now that they're making the money, they're going to show you how you should have been running the household. And it shouldn't be a, well, you didn't do it like this. So I'm going to show you how you should have done it. If we're really a team, we should be able to have the conversation together that, you know, if you feel like your lover is being kind of careless with the money and not making good decisions, you sit them down and you have that conversation. But you don't all of a sudden start making more money than them. And then it's like, well, I don't need to talk to you about anything. I'll make all the decisions. I'll handle all the household because I know better. That's the quickest way for you to get cheated on. That's the quickest way for you to be avoided. That's the quickest way for your lover to find consult, 
to find someone to console them and make them feel needed like really quick, like really, 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 really quick because everybody wants to feel needed and it's nothing wrong with that. But baby, I'm seeing money take the front seat and love take the back seat in so many relationships. And it's like, granted, yes, you need money to live. Yes, you need money to survive. However, you also need love. You need love. You need that connection. You need to be connected to someone. You need you need that team, you know, you need a good community of people that understand you and that can call you out when you are wrong. You understand if you are all of a sudden making more money than your lover and you are making business decisions without talking to your lover about it, you're wrong. If just because you're making more money, all of a sudden you're making huge big money purchases without talking to your lover or even making them feel like they have uh, you want to hear their opinion, you're wrong. Like, even if you don't give a fuck about their opinion, it does not feel good that someone is just making decisions without you because that, boom, you, that's a subordinate. Because check it, if I'm the boss, why do I need to check with you? If I'm if I'm the parent of the household, if I take care of the household, wh- what parent do you know checking in with a child about buying a new car or starting a new business venture. They don't, they just do it, right? Because I'm the parent and I make the decisions. A lot of you women are treating your lover just as so. I make the money, so I make the decisions. And that's not cool because you're supposed to be a team. This whole happy wife, happy life is the stupidest shit I've ever heard because it, it, that's pretty much saying as long as she happy, then life is good. But it's two or three people or how many, how, how many ever you want. It's, it's not just one person in that relationship. So you can't contradict all the moves that go on in the relationship. You need to ask your lover, sweetheart, how do you feel about me spending X amount of money on this? My love, I was thinking about making an investment over here. It's going to take X amount of dollars. Do you think it's a smart decision? Even if you know that you know a lot more about the situation. If this is the person that you choose to spend life with, then you put them, they should be involved in all your huge decisions. Now, going to buy a pair of shoes big deal. Now, if they're, if they're, if they're $3,000 shoes and your money not set like that, you should have had that conversation. But once again, it's about teamwork. It's not about handling your man because you're making more money because what he'll do is he'll go find a baddie that works at Taco Bell or something and be giving her the best, not because he's higher than her, but because He's found someone that he feels needed with. He's found someone who makes him feel like a man. If you're not helping them to make them feel like a man, if you're not helping your love and building them up and letting them know that you see a king in them, then you're allowing space for someone else to come in and fill the void. Do you understand? And quite often people end up screwing off and doing all type of things because it's a It's a huge void. It's a huge void. And they don't know how to express the void. And sometimes it's not even that they don't know how. 
sometimes in a lot of relationships, I've seen that they expressed how bad they needed things to change. They wrote it down. They did a play. They did a dance. They typed it up and they put it on the refrigerator. They put it on, 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 they put it on the front door. You know, they put it on a key handle, but still their lover ignored all the signs. And then three, four, seven months later, they're in my office boohooing saying, I don't understand what went wrong. Open your eyes and really check your relationship. I always believe in doing progress reports. I do progress reports in my relationship. Uh, usually every quarter, sometimes it needs to be a little more often, but usually at least every quarter we sit down and we see where we are physically, mentally, emotionally, uh, spiritually. We find out where where are you? And where do you feel I am? And where can I improve? But a lot of you all wouldn't dare do that because you think that you are God's gift. And you're not. I mean, don't get it wrong. You're a gift. We all are a gift. But if you would honestly sit back and look at how you are talking to your lover, how are you treating your lover? Are you taking your lover's thoughts and feelings in consideration? Do you pay attention to them? Do you give them adequate amount of quality time? That's not in front of a computer. That's not in front of a phone. That is not going on live. That is just you and your lovers connecting in a full manner. How often are you doing that? When was the last time you did that? Do you go out to dinner and put the phone away? Or is the phone on the table? When you sit down at home, is the phone on the table? Is the phone in the presence? Or are you loving your person enough and loving your relationship enough to leave all that crap in the bedroom put away? Do you know how to come in the house and get off the phone with your friend? Because let me tell you, the rudest thing you can do is bring your narrow butt in the house and you've been gone all day and you don't know what kind of day your lover has had. And instead of you getting off the phone so you can greet your lover the right way, which is you are to brace them. You are to wrap your hands or your arms around their neck. You are to kiss their neck. You are to kiss their cheek. You are to kiss their lips. You are to suck the bottom lip. You are to stare into their eyes and tell them how much you miss them and how happy you are to see them. This hits different. Or are you doing what I see so many of my friends do? I have to get, I have to tell my friends, get off the phone. Like, let's get off the phone. No, I got to finish telling you the story. Where, where is your husband? He, he on the sofa. Get off the phone with me. Go straddle your husband, kiss him and greet him. You don't know how many men sit in my office and express how disappointing it is that their wife will come in the house on the phone. Greet the kids, sometimes not even greet the kids, continuously be on the phone for another hour or two. By the time she get off the phone, she's taking a shower. She's fussing at the kids because the dishes weren't washed or the bathrooms aren't clean. Or she's fussing at her husband because he didn't pay a couple of bills she asked him to pay or actually told him to pay. Do you see this? Are you doing this? Take a step back. And please understand, I love you and I want the best for you. So I'm not in any form or fashion attacking you 
or what you're doing or how your household is going. All I'm saying is, when was the last time you stepped back and said, hold on? I come in the house on the phone all the time. I never greet her. I never hug him. I never kiss him like that. It's always him coming up to me. It's always her come. Ah, shucks. I always come in and go straight to the office. I don't give anybody real time. I bring work home. And I understand I'm an entrepreneur too. And the clock really does not stop. But that's why you have to bring balance in your life. Because if you don't find balance, someone else will find balance for you. And you don't want that because I've seen this happen so many times where men felt like they kept being put on the back burner, on the back burner, on the back burner. And then all of a sudden he's barely coming home. And when he comes home, he's shower in bed and he's smiling when he goes to sleep. So she knows just like I know someone else is taking care of him. You don't want this. If you are making more money than your lover, if you're if you're the more submissive one in the relationship, right? And you're making more money than the alpha of the relationship. You should never one throw that in their face or to make them feel like they are smaller or less than just because you make a couple of more bucks. Because just as quick as you could be up, you could be down. So always make sure that you are treating people the way you want to be treated and you wouldn't want your lover handling you and saying, well, you can't do that. I don't want to pay for that just because they make the money. You won't want to feel like that. That will make you feel like a child or a subordinate that was told what you can do and what you cannot do. Let's have conversations smoothly. Let's not attack each other. Let's express what we need and what we want. Let's build the type of environment in life that it is that you two or three really desire without all the headache of, well, I make more, so I should be able to handle this situation more. No, no, no. Now, sometimes, of course, with you, some sometimes just because you make more does not mean you're smarter. And sometimes just because you make more, you could be really crappy with money because you make more. But this is the beauty of finding out where you're strong and where they're weak and where they're weak, you're strong. So what you do is you hop in their weak spots because usually you're strong there and they hop in your weak spots because usually they're strong there, which means everyone stays in a good, equal place, loving each other, not making each other feel like a hindrance. You know, nobody wants to feel like that. It's so important that we focus on loving each other, communicating and being honest because communication is key and it doesn't take anything to tell someone how you truly feel. It's just you always want to keep in mind honesty and compassion can go hand in hand. You don't have to be a complete asshole and you don't have to be a complete bitch to get your point across. Always make sure that you keep in mind it is never what you say. It is always, and I repeat, always how you say it. So if you say something, baby, say it with love. Say it from your heart and take your time. And when your lover is talking, do not listen to respond. Listen to comprehend. 
meaning when they're talking, don't be thinking, oh, no, nah, you wrong. You don't, you don't even know what you're talking about. Don't do that. You're listening to respond. So you're thinking when they're talking. So you're not even hearing them. Stop thinking and just listen to them. Baby, I don't like when you do this. It makes me feel this way. I wish you would do it like this. Always make sure when you say you don't like something, follow it up with a solution. Otherwise, you always will come as a nag. That is one of the most, I, oh God, that, oh, it triggers. If you got a problem, come with a solution. I don't like the way you talk to me in front of people. It makes me feel like you're putting me on the spot. I would love it if you will pull me to the side and whisper in my ear and then give me a little kiss on my neck and let me think it out. Boom. You express the problem. You expressed how it made you feel and then you gave a solution. This is a beautiful way to do things because it it gives a person a way out of something that you've essentially told them they've created. Always give a person a way out unless you want to continuously create drama in your life. And if that's the case, I can't help you because I'm all about love, peace, tranquility and community. Okay. I love you guys dearly. I hope you have a phenomenal night. Make sure you have a nice soak. Get you some chamomile tea. Listen to some soothing music. Make sure you meditate. Love on your loves. You never know how long you got. Take advantage of the time you have now. Love unapologetically and love passionately. You guys have a great night. Ciao.